0: This is Lori Forster, the wine coach with The Sipping Point, and I am so excited. This is the Wine Sandwich of the Week segment, which is how we sandwich great food in between sips of delicious wine. And who can help me do that better than Chef Robert Irvine, host of Restaurant Impossible on the Food Network. He's got more than 25 years of experience in the culinary profession. He's cooked his way around the world, Europe, Far East, Caribbean, Americas. But you probably know him best from his show, Restaurant Impossible on the Food Network, where you have two days and $10,000 to revive a dying restaurant. Welcome to the show, Robert.
1: Thanks, Laurie. very excited to be here. I appreciate Uh, you having me on.
0: Of course. Well, I'm really excited, and we're going to talk at the end about the upcoming Atlantic City Food and Wine Festival. I'm going to be there with you doing the wine seminars and cocktail seminars, and we'll find out what you're going to be doing there. So I'll get to uh, see you this month at the end of the month. But I had my Facebook followers tell me what they wanted to hear from you. So I have a few questions here, and one of the things that people are really interested in is, like, can you really do all that you do with just $10,000?
1: The show is, the realest reality show there is, It's 36 hours, and there is only $10,000, and yes, we do with $10,000. There is no more money.
0: No more money. And what's the size of the crew? Someone wanted to know, how many people are on location with you?
1: There are myself, a builder. Which is Tom. Tom has two assistants, Angelo and Gabe, and one designer. That is our crew. Wow. Uh, and I have a chef who helps me, Chef Lee, and the rest are volunteers. That you know, the the taping crew or TV crew has nothing to do with the build. They just film it. So, wow. Uh, there are literally f- uh, five, six of us. That's it. it. The rest are volunteers.
0: It's really amazing how you create these turnarounds. And I was wondering, after all that you've done. Maybe you could tell me, what do you think is the one mistake that, cross the board, all of these failing restaurants make that you could just say, stop this?
1: Um, I think they are not um, thinking about uh, the, next, the next step. They don't think about technology. Technology is changing our world dramatically. Um, and it costs money to do things the old way. Mm. You know, new restaurants are far more tech-savvy they're faster. Things are happening in real time. You know, we've got iPads instead of uh, instead of uh, paper menus. Everybody's got a, a phone of some way, smartphone. Right. Um, I don't think they're keeping up with with technology. I also think they don't take money out to revamp their restaurant every couple of years. They take the money out instead of reinvesting it in, um, and they and they get complacent.
0: Right. Well, you know, when I see some of these scenes and my daughter, Michaela's 10 and she also loves to watch the show. And some of the things that you find in these kitchens um, sort of make me not want to eat for a week. And so from a consumer standpoint, if I'm going out to dinner somewhere or my listeners are, what are some signs for the consumer that you're in one of these places that needs a makeover from you? Well,
1: Well, it's simple. I mean, if you go into a restaurant and it smells of oldness, the carpets are dirty. The table and the silverware uh, are, are are poorly managed, not clean. Um, and and there's always a great sign. Go in the restroom. If the restaurant is kept in a in a shabby fashion, mm, you may not want to stay in that restaurant.
0: Right. I think that's that's great. And the other thing that I seem to see you do with a lot of the restaurants is really tighten up those menus because when you're in a restaurant and they're making sushi and pizza and burgers and italian food that to me just seems like there's no focus am i right
1: yeah um people tend to put things on the menu that mr smith mrs smith like and they eat them once a year and that's how (laughs) menus get out of hand um and they keep this there's no inventory control systems and, and again i'm going back to technology but you know we don't we don't keep track of our money uh menus get bigger and bigger we then let Uh, our quality drop by buying so much frozen food, uh, so much canned food. You know, I'm not against frozen food, but let's use fresh um, as much as possible, you know? And that's how the menus get out of hand, and then we start. Because we've got so many menu items, it gets frozen, and then the quality drops, and nobody cares.
0: Right. I mean, if I want to eat frozen food, I can eat my own cooking. So, (laughs) I go out to have better (laughs) stuff. Uh, So, I'm curious about this. Was there ever anyone you could just not help at all? Like, you just had to say, just put an end to it.
1: Well, I've got I to tell you, first and foremost, no. <laughs>
0: Good. Uh, I
1: truly don't believe that there's anything that cannot be fixed. There's nothing impossible to me that, that, that can't be fixed. Uh, attitudes are sometimes rough, um, but I'm their last hope. And I, and I truly believe that if I don't go to these places, they fail. Um, we we know that. We've just finished our 80th episode, uh, 87% success rate. Um, so we're doing pretty good on that front. Uh, if nice. people listen and change and are willing to change um, and are willing to invest in, in their future, uh, then they'll succeed. If people think that they don't want to listen, they go back to their old ways, then they tend to fail. Mm.
0: Uh, so
1: there's nothing impossible. I never walk away from things. Uh, it's not how I do business, but, uh,
0: wow. you know. That's awesome. You're you're a good champion to have uh, on their side. <laughs> so let's say there's a restaurant uh, tour listening right now. Cafe owner, um, or or even just a general business owner who feels like they're in this position uh, that they're they are failing. They're not getting ahead. Can can you give us three things that they should do now? Like just don't
1: right, you know, right stop. now they should they should know. Uh, all their financials, they should know what it's costing them to run their business per day. They should know what the revenue they're generating per day. And they should be able to tell me or tell themselves exactly, are they, are they in business or are they losing money? In business, meaning they're making more than they're spending.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the first thing. Okay. Then they need to look at, okay, if people aren't coming in the door, why are they not coming in the door? They were busier before. Well, is the decor changed? As the food changed, as the service changed, or they bought different products. You know, all these things make a big impact on on their uh, their business. And then, third and foremost, you know, what are they doing again? And you've heard me say this: what are they doing to change and keep up with the Joneses?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, restaurants
1: open fresh every day. They're newer, they're cleaner, they're more more tech savvy. So, how are they keeping up with that? What are they investing in their future? There are three questions you better ask yourself before I knock on your door.
0: Right, and that really applies, I think, to any business. Restaurant or otherwise? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Right? Restaurant or otherwise, absolutely.
0: Great. Well, I mentioned that you and I are going to be at the AC Food and Wine Festival July 25th through the 28th. You can go to acfoodandwinefestival.com to check that out. So what do you have on tap for the festival? I know know we're going to be tasting a lot of wine and cocktails. (laughs) What are you going to be doing in your seminars?
1: Well, I have two nights at our Toros, uh, ballets, Friday and Saturday night uh, dinners, which are always fun and interactive. Great. Then on Saturday uh, night at 9 p.m., I will be doing on uh, onstage cooking demo at Harris Theater. Um, then later that night, uh, 10 till 1 a.m., I'll be at the beach soiree at Caesars.
0: Nice. So that's going to
1: be kind of fun. Yeah, we go cook, and then we go and sit on the beach and mess about and have fun. And then uh, Sunday morning, bright and early, the Morning Cup uh, event, which is always good. So a lot of things happening there. Atlantic City, you know, I used to work there, so I know it very well. I know a lot of people there, although I know it's changed dramatically um, the last couple of years. But uh, it's always good to go to AC. Oh, absolutely. I
0: look to have a forward lot of fun
1: to... with our, my friends at Bally's. And, yes. Uh, it's a great weekend for everybody to meet and greet and uh, taste some great wines and taste some great food and just get a chance to meet people
0: great well i look forward to meeting you myself and if you want to find out more about chef robert irvine go to chef irvine.com thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it
1: you're welcome and you can also follow me on twitter robert irvine one and uh we appreciate what you do radio is a great way to spread news fast and uh have a great day and all you listeners don't forget come to ac food and wine you uh-huh. have a great time
0: Absolutely. We're going to give away some tickets so they can come see you on stage. All right, thanks chef.
1: All right, you take care.
0: Cheers.